Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. According to Francis. 
After she composed the 1902 play A Little Princess based on that story, her publisher asked that she expand the story as a novel with the things as people that had been left out before. In the book, Sarah is placed amidst mentions boarding school in London because her father is going to India to develop his business. He lavishes his daughter with expensive gifts and wants her to what for nothing. What makes Sarah such an endearing character is that she doesn't make her horrible and she has a real understanding for the pilot of Everest who are less fortunate than her, such as Becky who is in, who is the maid in the boarding school. However, Sarah's life is turned upside down when it is revealed that her father has died of jungle fever and that he was in a great deal of debt so she is left penniless. That is the reason why she has to work for Miss Minchin as a servant along with Becky. Whether the film is actually set in a different time period to when the book was set, it took place just at the outbreak of World War One, which um, adds interest. The ending of the to both these books are both different. Okay, wait, I must just get something here. Whether the f okay. Interesting to the pilot, Sarah in the film has actually grown up in India and is moved by her father to Miss Minchin school in America because her father has to fight for Britain in World War I and he believes that America is a safe place for her to be. The film focuses on Sarah's relationship with other girls and her compassion towards another pupil at school who is bullied. She has become a servant in the film because her father has been killed in the war and the British government have apparently seized all of his assets. The ending to both these books are also different. In the books, a sickly Indian man moves into the house next door to the school and Sarah becomes intrigued and why he is there and who he is. It turns out that he is her father's childhood friend and business partner. His jungle fever wasn't as bad as Sarah's father and it turned out that the diamond mining business was actually rather successful. Her father's friend felt guilty but had no idea how to locate Sarah. So I watched the TV movie version and this is exactly what happens in that version. It's really good and it goes through her being like super wealthy to her being poor to her having this like person she can confide in and she has a friend who's a maid but the reason she's a maid is she gets paid to be a maid. Sarah's there because she has to pay off the debt and it's mentioned comes from being super nice to Sarah to evil. I do mean like evil. Okay. Sarah meets Servant Ram Doss who has a pet monkey who visits Sarah and Bucky in the attic. Christopher heats, however, the girls don't know who the gifts are f oh 
the girls who live next door who live in this such horrible conditions and send them gifts. However, the girls don't know. <coughs> who has been sending her gifts? One night, the monkey escapes and stares, and she takes him back and discovers that Chessford is living next door, and he discovers she is the daughter of their business, his business partner, so restores her fortune and allows Becky to come and live with them to be Sarah's personal servant. The ending is very interesting. The ending of the film has to be one, if not the best. Some people like the ending of the this one. It is short. Um, the old man who lives next door has a son who was reported missing in action during the war, and a man missing his description is discovered in the hospital. But the man is suffering from severe amnesia. The old man knows this is not his son, but the advice of his Indian servant invest, invites the man to his home. Sarah and Becky have been visited by the other girls in their attic room, which is forbidden. Miss Minchin catches them and locks Becky and Sarah in the attic, saying they won't be getting food and Sarah will have to, will have her and Becky work. They fantasize about what they would eat if they could have a banquet and fall asleep. When they wake up, the room has been decorated and filled with all the delicious treats they have dreamed of. However, Miss Mission turns up and accuses Sarah of stealing all the stuff in the room and calls the police. Sarah decides that she must escape and she cannot be caught by the police, so she uses a wooden board to crawl across between the buildings. While Miss Minchin, Becky, and the police watch on in horror as she barely manages to make her way across the plank as the rain pours. Obvious use of... Once she makes it to the house next door, lightning strikes and the power is cut. The man who has lost his memory finds Sarah hiding in the house. As the power comes back, she recognizes the man as her father. So this is one of them. Okay. Plot. Sarah Crew is a sweet daughter of Captain Richard Crew, a wealthy and honest living in India. Sarah's mother died along with her baby sister when she was very young. She has to leave her beloved child home and friends when her father volunteers to fight for the British Army as an officer in World War I. Captain Crew puts Sarah in an all-girls boarding school in New York, school her mother attended in her youth, and instructed the cruel and selfish headmistress, Miss Minchin, Miss Marie Minchin. Yeah, she's helpful. She's almost as bad as Miss Hannigan from Annie. Maybe even worse. And I know that's saying a lot. To spare no expense making his daughter 
will be comfortable while he is away. He has reserved her the school's largest suite and gives her a special locket of her mother's picture a f and a French doll named Emily, telling her that if she wants to talk to him, just to speak to Emily, and he will hear it. Though she finds the strict rules and Miss Minchin's harsh attitude stiffing, Sarah becomes popular among the girls, including the scholar maid, Becky. For her kindness and powerful sense of imagination, she writes constant letters to her father, which are a great source of happiness for him on the battlefield. Due to a body being misidentified, Captain Crew is wrongly pronounced dead when in actuality uh, when he's actually s seriously injured and suffering from amnesia, and British government takes his company and assets, putting Sarah Crew, putting Crew and Sarah in debt. When Miss Minchin hears the news, she is in the middle of throwing a lavish birthday party for Sarah, hoping to export more money from her father. When Crew's solicitor arrives and tells her. There will be no more money, Miss Minchin is furious. Since Sarah is now penniless and has no known relatives, Miss Minchin decides to move her to the attic with Becky to work as a servant where she will report to the cook, Mabel. At 5 a.m., Miss Minchin also confiscates all of Sarah's personal belongings, including her locket as, uh, for her financial loss leaving her with only Emily and a book. Meanwhile, the elderly neighbor, Charles Ralph, has received word that his son, John, who is fighting in Europe, is missing in action. He is asked to identify a soldier suffering from amnesia, but he is discouraged, discovered, as not shown. His wise Indian's assistant, Ram Doss, encourages him to take in the man anyway, Reminding him that he may not know what he may know what happened to his son. Through her life, though her life is bleak, Sarah remains kind to others and continues to hold onto her belief that all girls are princesses. Sarah and Bucky later play a uh, prank on Miss Minchin after she remades a young chimney sweep boy. Sarah even shows sympathy towards Miss Minchin's sister. Amelia. Ram, who lives in the attic of the Ralph house, brought to notice Sarah and Becky by the household monkey and hears Sarah telling a measure stories to Becky. He mentions the girls to his employer, saying he would like to make some of their imaginations come true. When the girls later speak up to visit sneak up to visit Sarah and caught Miss Minchin, Sarah protects her friend by saying she invited them. As punishment, Miss, Miss, Miss Minchin locks Becky in her room and assigns Sarah to perform both Becky and her own chores for the next day without anything to eat for both of them. She even taunts Sarah over believing she is a princess, but when Sarah stands up to Miss Minchin saying that all girls are princesses despite their mis miserable lives, she angrily threatens to throw her out on the street if she's seen with the girls again. After Mitch Minchin angrily walks out to distract them from their hunger, Sarah and Becky imagine a huge banquet 
with themselves warmly and uh, dressed nicely, and a pleasant fire burning in the gate, great fireplace. The next day they woke to find the dream has come true, all having secretly been brought over by Ram. Later that night, Amelia sneaks out of the school and runs off to with the milkman. When Mishmisha notices Sarah's locket is missing, she goes to Sarah's room and confronts her. After she discovers all the finery left by Ram, an increasingly irate Mishmisha accuses Sarah of stealing everything and summons the police. And you know what happens there. So there is two things that happen. Captain Crew, a wealthy widower, English widower, has been raising his only child, Sarah, in India, where he is um, sentenced with the British Army. Because the Indian climate is considered too harsh for children, British families living there traditionally send their children to boarding school back home in England. The captain enrolls his seven-year-old daughter at Miss Midget's boarding school for girls in London and dotes on his daughter so much that he orders and pays the headmistress for special treatment and luxuries for Sarah, such as a private room for her personal maid and a separate sitting room, along with Sarah's own private carriage and a pony. Miss Mitchin openly fawns over Sarah for her money, but is secretly bitter toward her for her wealth. Now there are about three movies that I know of. The one from like 1995, I think, which is the one I saw first. Then there is Shirley Temple's, Shirley Temple's version, Temple. And then there is the TV movie version. There might be more, but those are three I know of. In spite of what, of said wealth, Sarah is not self-conceited, rude or snobbish, but rather kind, generous, and compassionate. She extends her friendship to, oh, I forget how to say her name, Egermit, E.G., St. John, the school dunce to Lottie, a four-year-old given to tantrums, and to Becky, the lowerly scholarly maid. When Sarah, um, people call her princess, she embraces its favorably elements in her natural kind-heartedness. After some time, Sarah's 11th birthday party is celebrated and Miss Minchin with a lavish party attended by all of her friends and classmates. Just as it ends, Miss Minchin learns of Captain Crew's unfortunate demise due to jungle fever. Berber, prior to his death and previous wealth, Captain had lost his entire fortune. A close friend from high uh, schoolboy days had pursued him to cash in his investment and deposit the proceeds to develop a network of diamond mines. The scheme fell, fails, and the preteen Sarah is left orphan and a pauper, which just means she has no family and is poor. Basic. She slowly advances into the parlor, catching her doll. Had uh, had 
him to cash in his okay yeah no other family and nowhere to go miss mission is left with a sizable unpaid bill for sarah's school fees and luxuries including her birthday party infuriated and pities penniless sarah takes away uh, she takes away all sarah's possessions except for some old Brokes and her old, her doll Emily makes her live in a cold and poorly furnished attic and forces her to earn her keep by working as a servant. She also forces Sarah to wear frocks much too small for her, with her thin legs peeking out of the brief skirt. For the next two years, Sarah is abused by Miss Mitchin and the other servants except for Becky. Miss Minchin's kind young sister, Amelia, deplores the way that she is Sarah is treated, but is too weak-willed to speak about it. Sarah is starved, works for long hours, set out in all kinds of weather, poorly dressed in outgrown and worn-out clothes, and deprived of warmth or a comfort bed in the attic. Despite her hardship, Sarah's con sold by her friends and uses her imagination to cope, pretending she is a prisoner in the basil or a princess disguised as a servant. Sarah also continues to be kind to everyone, including those who find her annoying or mistreat her. One day, she finds a coin in the street and uses it to buy buns at a bakery. Despite being very hungry, she gives most of the buns away to a baker girl who is hungrier than herself. The baker shop owner sees this and wants to reward Sarah, but she has disappeared, so the shop owner instead gives the baker girl bread and a warm shelter for Sarah's sake. Meanwhile, Mr. Crawford and his Indian assistant Ram have moved into the house next door. We've already talked about this. So, there are a lot of versions of this. Mary Pickford in A Little Princess. Shirley Temple as Sarah in The Little Princess. So, play. After writing Sarah Crew, okay, yeah, we talked about that. There's a 1917 version. Mary Pickham as Sarah. 1939 version. 1995 American version. 1995 Filipino version, 1996 version, an animated film produced by Bailey, 1997 Russian film, television, 1973, 1986 Princess Sarah, a Japanese anime series, um, The Penniless Princess, a VeggieTale episode, I think I actually saw that when I was a kid. There's a musical, A Little Princess, uh, theater, related books in 20, uh, no, in 1995, Apple published a series of three books. The Princess Trilogy was an updated version of the classic with a little title character named Molly rather than Sarah. Molly Stewart's father was a famous film director who left his daughter in a posh upscale boarding school. There were three books in the series, which ended in a similar way as the original, Marley's Heart, The Room on the Attic, 
and a home at last. Um, there's also games. A, li a Little Lily Princess is a retelling of the classic novel in various novel form. The game puts the player in the shoes of Sarah Crew, a girl who is clever, kind, and has amazing imagination. Born in British India, Sarah is sent by her beloved papa to educate in a refined boarding school for ladies in London. There she meets the headmistress, but fate is a cruel mistress. So I really like this movie. It is adorable, sad, sweet. It has its ups, its downs, and its all arounds. I know, I just sound really crazy. I hope you all like. Have a great holiday because tomorrow is Christmas Eve and the next day is Christmas and I'm gonna try to take off, I guess. The word is try. I hope um, y'all have a great, wonderful holiday and a good new year. I'll see you after that probably. Bye for now, signing off.